feel stuck? Tired of wrestling with shame, insecurity, and hiding your flaws? Friend, I've been there, and it's time to come out of hiding because God wants to meet you in the middle of your big hot mess. I'm Kimberly Stokes, and I'm on mission to help real women, just like you, get unstuck, meet Jesus in all the ordinary moments, and live in increased intimacy with God. Ephesians 3.20 says God can do far more than you could ever imagine. This is the Imagine More podcast, and it's time for today's show. Hello, beautiful friend. I'm so glad you joined me for today's podcast, Don't Eat the Leftovers. This is the second part of a series on dealing with disappointment. And my analogy is that leftovers in the refrigerator are a lot like disappointment in our lives. And in the first podcast about disappointment, I shared that I am the absolute worst to to procrastinate cleaning out my refrigerator. And as you'd imagine, our refrigerator gets cluttered with tons of leftovers. Fruit and veggie bins are just gross. Sometimes we'll have old squishy veggies. I mean, it's just nasty. And I've learned that leftovers don't suddenly disappear by not dealing with them or ignoring them. In fact, they stagnate, they rot, they get fuzzy and gross from being neglected. The exact same thing happens when we ignore the disappointments in our heart. So not dealing with the disappointment in my heart doesn't make it go away any more than ignoring my cluttered refrigerator makes the nasty leftovers disappear. I want to do a very quick review and then we're going to get into today's topic, um, which is the fourth point. But I want to quickly go over the first three that we talked on. So my tips on dealing with the disappointment and the leftovers of disappointment is number one, stop ignoring the leftovers of disappointment that are in your heart. Get honest and face them head on with Jesus. Number two, process it with the Lord. Process your disappointment with God. Although we can't get rid of our disappointment nearly as easily as we can clean out the refrigerator, we can process it with God by honestly acknowledging the hurt, the pain, the disappointment. And I've decided the best way to deal with disappointment is to actually navigate through it and engage God in the process. Number three is practice releasing your disappointment to God like an offering. You know, God desires truth in our inner life. And learning to navigate honestly through my disappointment leads to increased intimacy with God. So the fourth one is what we're going to discuss today. And it really is centered around dealing with more continual disappointments. Areas where you've been believing for breakthrough and it just hasn't come yet. When it feels like you're going around the same mountain for the maybe 1,000th time. So number four is deal with the leftovers. Don't eat them. So some disappointments seem continual. Like if you've been praying and believing for a breakthrough for emotional healing in your heart in an area, and it's just not happening. It might be your marriage. It might be your child's health. It might be your parents' health. It might be your own health. Um, it could be, but you're just, you're believing, you're praying for something, and the breakthrough is just not happening. And that disappointment can feel like a beating, For me, I think continual areas or seasons of disappointment like that, it's like trudging through molasses, and it's so rough. When I'm in that situation, and I have been, I have an area like that I'm going to share about in my own life, but it's easy to continually eat 
the leftovers of that disappointment because it's so like in my face. It's a painful, it's a continual reality in my daily life. And that can lead to getting stuck in disappointment and can it can even lead to depression. I saw a quote the other day and it said that growth is painful at times, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. And being stuck in disappointment is like that. We can stop eating the leftovers of disappointment and start working through that disappointment, which isn't the same as feeding on that disappointment. So I want to share from my own life. I can't really give all the details of this because it involves someone um, more other than me, or I would tell you even more. But in my own life, there's an area where I've been praying, 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 waiting for God to move for someone that I, that's very near and dear, and that it hasn't happened yet. The breakthrough has not yet come. And honestly, that continual disappointment, it can affect and even taint my heart if I don't continually give that disappointment to God. So navigating through continual disappointment and waiting for that breakthrough, it's difficult, it's painful, and it can be super frustrating. And well-meaning Christians can really exacerbate our pain and frustration by trying to shame you that maybe you just don't have enough faith or God would have come through. So I encourage you, don't listen to idiots. Listen to your father. Sadly, religious people can do more damage than good sometimes. So that's one thing I just wanted to point out because people can sometimes say religious things and try to like put a religious spin on it to make themselves feel better because they don't know what to do with your pain. They don't know how to help you navigate through, honestly, through your disappointment. Another thing that comes against us is, I think for me at least, that the enemy tries to whisper to try to get me to pull away from God due to the deep disappointment in my heart. Tries to whisper to get me to give up, to stop praying about this, or even to put up emotional walls towards God. Um, For me, in this area, the enemy can whisper something like, well, God doesn't care, or he would have come through by now. Uh, He could whisper something like, it's never going to happen. This is impossible. And I have to recognize the voice of the enemy when I'm having those kinds of thoughts and choose, am I going to listen to the voice of the enemy or am I going to listen to the voice of my father? Honestly, this isn't easy, but this is where we really began to grow and where deep trust can begin to be birthed in our hearts, where real seeds of faith are planted and begin to take root deep in our spirits as we navigate down and through these difficult roads, waiting on the Lord, trusting in the Lord, and doing life with Him. Not some pat spiritual answer or trying to, you know, work up, rah, rah, I've got a lot of faith. I'm not talking about that kind of faith. I'm talking about really relationally, just digging in with God and navigating through this with Him. I'm talking about Places where I've honestly hashed it out with God, listened for his voice, let him minister to the gaping wounds in my heart and that disappointment, to let him speak to that mountain and coming away with his heart and his perspective. It's from that place of love and intimacy 
that I can believe God and choose to trust Him with that childlike faith and heart, even though the promise hasn't come to life yet in the natural realm. Really, God is birthing intimacy and trust as we honestly navigate through these deep areas of continual disappointment as we're waiting on Him and waiting for that breakthrough. I have an example of a friend who's been believing for breakthrough in her marriage for 13 years. And it's super easy for her to get stuck in disappointment. She knows what this road that I'm talking about is like. But it's real. And we need to acknowledge the pain and the disappointment to ourselves and to God. I have another friend who's been praying for breakthrough for her daughter for many years and has not yet seen the breakthrough. So I just want to acknowledge from the get-go that waiting in areas of continual disappointment is such a big deal. And there's no five-step program to get over this and boom, you get your breakthrough. It's a relational issue with God. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with God and invite him into your pain. Let him speak to it. Let him minister to the wounded places in your heart. You can receive his promises and whatever you sense he's speaking over this issue, what he's saying about this mountain that's in front of you, and agree with him. I have promises from God that I declare over our children and their futures. And even though I haven't seen the fulfillment of some of these promises, I continue to trust God in the waiting. And we need to always recognize there is a battle going on for our hearts. The enemy wants to shut you down. He wants to shut your heart towards God down. But God just invites you unto increased intimacy, unto increased honesty. I've known people who never navigate through life's deep disappointments with God. And consequently, it can stunt their growth in the Lord. Kind of as an example of this just in daily life, if I had a huge disappointment in our marriage, but I never dealt with it, I'd keep tripping over that unresolved issue with Shannon, right? Not dealing with deep disappointment in a relationship has negative effects on that relationship. And I have an example of this just in our own marriage about three weeks ago Shannon and I had a real heart-to-heart talk and I'd just been feeling really disconnected from him and that day we just we talked about it and we both shared honestly some disappointments that was in our hearts towards and with one another we processed it transparently we we processed it in in love and afterwards I felt so close to him Because that's the way intimacy is. Intimacy goes to that difficult place. Intimacy processes the hard stuff. Intimacy isn't just hugs and kisses. It's wrestling with the big issues and dealing with problems. It's speaking the truth in love. It's listening. It's loving. It's sharing. It's forgiving. And having that difficult conversation with Shannon that day, it really brought a deep shift in my heart. And it brought a deep shift in his heart too. And I left that, we both left that conversation feeling so much more connected to one another than we had in weeks. And the same scenario can happen in our relationship with God. We've all heard the old saying, you are what you eat, which of course refers to food. But there are some parallels in the spirit. If we continually feed on disappointment, it's like empty calories or it's like eating battery acid. I just challenge and encourage you to work through your disappointment. 
Again, that's not the same as constantly eating the leftovers of disappointment and feeding on disappointment. There's a difference. Okay, imagine this. You can, like, serve up that heaping plate of disappointment and eat it all by yourself over and over and over. Or, imagine, you can serve up that heaping plate of disappointment and dine with the Lord, inviting Him into your pain, like, navigating through that with Him. Present it all to Him. Let Him speak to it. Let Him minister. Let Him hold you. Let Him help you. Listen for God's heart and perspective in regards to that disappointment. He wants to encounter us in the midst of our real life issues and disappointments. I encourage you, and I encourage myself too in this, to, that we can intentionally and consistently feast upon God's promises. We can feast upon His goodness. We can feast upon His love and affection. If I constantly ate the old, moldy, stagnant, squishy leftovers that were in my fridge, I'd probably get really sick. Certainly, I wouldn't get the nutrition that I need to live, thrive, and be healthy, right? And the same thing is true in the spirit with the leftovers of disappointment. We don't want to ignore those leftovers of disappointment, but neither do we want to continually feed on them. Please hear me. I don't think that what I'm sharing today is the only way to deal with disappointment. It's just, I just want to share some things that I've learned on my journey with Jesus. And looking back, I can see countless ways I grew in my relationship with Christ as I navigated through those deep disappointments with Him. Instead of putting up emotional walls and neglecting the leftovers of disappointment that were cluttering my heart. As we deal with those leftovers of disappointment and wrestle through it with God, we will grow to know Him more intimately. Ultimately, there's a relational invitation from the Father as we deal with disappointment. One of the things I love about God is that He's so secure. My issues and my emotions, no matter how intense, don't threaten Him one bit. He lovingly invites me closer to His heart as I process my pain. He invites 100% honesty as I lay my disappointments before him. Sometimes this process can take a few minutes. Other times it can take a few weeks, months. Sometimes if you're dealing with a continual process where you're not getting breakthrough, it may take years, but it's part of our relational journey with God. God doesn't want us to get stuck in the disappointment. And if you're in that place, I think that today's podcast is going to offer you some practical ways to get out of that and to navigate through it instead of just, you know, feeling stuck in molasses. I want you to think about this. Do you know someone who's stuck in disappointment because they've never dealt with it? If you do, you can feel that bitter vibe on some people. It's so strong that it's like tangible and it can mark someone's life the bitterness from leftovers of disappointment. So my question to you, friend, is are you stuck in disappointment that you've never dealt with? If so, there's hope. God wants to navigate through it with you no matter how much disappointment's in your heart, no matter how strong your emotions are, how many emotional walls you've erected in your heart, God can handle it all. He loves you and he's waiting with arms open wide for you to get vulnerable with him, 
to let him love you through your pain. It really makes me think about the the parable of the prodigal son. And in that parable, the, the father in that parable represents our heavenly father. And as he sees his son returning home, he runs out to meet his son. He welcomes him into his heart, into his arms. Several weeks ago, I came face to face with there were just so many levels of disappointment in my heart. I felt sad. I felt kind of depressed. And I just needed to spend time with Jesus and allow him to help me through the pain. And some of it was this continual disappointment that I was talking about earlier that I was dealing with. And then others were just like little kind of daily things, but it seems like they'd piled up. So I got on the piano and just began to play and worship the Lord. And as I did, I got really honest with God and I began to sing about my disappointment. And then I just sensed the Father asking me to give all my disappointment to him, just like a toddler would give a broken toy to her father. Like, I just like saw kind of a picture in my head as I was on the piano that day with the Lord of a little girl, like a toddler just holding her broken toy up to her father, like, fix this. And so I just began to sing, I lay it down like a broken toy over and over and over as I released each area of pain and disappointment to my heavenly father. Then I just sensed the Lord eventually singing over me. And it was like he lovingly took all my heaviness and trusting my disappointment into his hands. It brought this deep relief to my heart and my soul felt lighter. And it was so weird. I just remember so clearly. It was like, in one sense, nothing changed. But in another sense, it was like everything changed as I released all those burdens to the one who sees me, to the one who knows me better than anyone. I'm so thankful that we can be completely honest and transparent with the Lord as we navigate through our disappointment with him. We learn to trust his heart when life doesn't make sense. There are countless times when life seems to be falling apart and I just bow my knee to his sovereignty and rest in God's innate goodness. And in fact, that that statement even came in a season when I was wading through grief after one of Shannon's sisters had died of cancer and there was just so much pain, so much disappointment over her death. She left behind three precious little kids and that was a process of walking through that grief. But I encountered the Lord and it, it, it brought a shift in my grief. Again, I went to the piano and I was just playing and giving my um, pain and disappointment to the Lord and praying for my brother-in-law and praying for their kids. And God birthed a song and he gave me this song in the midst, just in the midst, in the middle of my messy grief and all the pain. And the song, it was like, bow your knee. I bow my knee to your sovereignty. And I met God in that moment. I encourage you, find ways that you can connect your heart to God. It may not be on piano. It may not be singing. It may have nothing to do with that. But if you are musical, it might be meeting him on your guitar. It might be painting. It might be dancing. It might be writing if you like to journal and write. It might just be walking or going for runs and like having conversations with God in your head. It might be sitting on a park bench and journaling with Jesus. Whatever it is. He wants to meet with you even more than you want to meet with him. Dealing with these continual disappointments in areas that are are heavy, areas where we haven't received the breakthrough, 
I want to again say it's not one and done. I'm not going to journal one time and boom, oh, okay, I just deal with this disappointment and it's just fine. But every time we present our hearts before the God and position our hearts honestly before him, he's going to meet us in that place of honesty. And he breathes his healing. He breathes his goodness, his love. And more intimacy is ultimately birthed in our relationship with God as we get honest and go to those places of pain. God is so much greater than our pain and he wants to lovingly navigate through our disappointment with us. I want to encourage you, remember it's a process. I really believe that working through disappointment, it's a lot like working through grief. If you've had someone you love that you're very close to die, working through disappointment is very much kind of like the grief cycle. And especially with big disappointments. And it's healthy to give yourself permission to grieve. Give yourself permission to cry. Give yourself permission to express and release the pain that's in your heart. Disappointment does not have to define you. You know, your process may be shorter than mine. Your process may be longer than mine. It doesn't matter. But navigating through deep disappointment does take time. It takes time to deal with the leftovers in our refrigerator that have built up over a long period of time, right? And it takes time to deal with the disappointments in our hearts that have been there for a long time. The good news, God lovingly meets us in the middle of our process. I found out that God is the ultimate therapist and the very best comforter. So is there some level of disappointment in your heart today? If so, how can you engage your father and release it to him like a toddler gives her broken toy to her dad? Engage him by honestly expressing your heart, your disappointment, and then open your heart to receive from him. Whatever you choose and however you choose to meet God, you may want to try several different ways. So it's not like there's one perfect way. Just keep at it. It may look like crying your eyes out. It may look like yelling at God and being angry with him. Just getting real raw and honest and invite him in. It's really important to still yourself before him after you express the pain, after you get it out, and receive. Learn to receive from God. You may sense his loving presence engulf you like a big hug. You may just experience his peace and his nearness. He may sing a song over you or gently whisper his love and you can just record that on your phone or record it in your journal. Simply make the time and space to be with your father and let him minister. Practice receiving from him. Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. The leftovers of disappointment don't magically disappear on their own. So be brave, friend. You can trust your father with your real heart issues. One thing I know, that the goodness of God is so much greater than all your disappointment and all your pain. He's so much greater than all my disappointment and all my pain. So let God father you through your disappointment. Let him love you through your pain. Let him welcome you into his loving arms and comfort you like no other person can. Your heavenly father wants to journey with you through the process. I want to pray for you right now 
Like I'd pray for you if we were having coffee and you just like told me and you laid out all these disappointments and the deep pain in your heart. I want to pray for you like we're having coffee and I'm just like, I'm putting it out there. I just, I'm feeling it and I want to do that. So Father, I thank you for my friend and I just acknowledge the depth of the pain and the disappointment that's in her heart. But God, we thank you. Thank you that you're greater than the pain. Lord, I know that you want to journey with her and you want to journey with me through all of our issues. So God, we invite you into the hurting places in our hearts and we say we want to navigate with you through these disappointments. God, I thank you that you're near to the brokenhearted and you bind up those who are crushed in spirit. Lord, teach us how to rest in your nearness and how to receive more of your comfort, your love, your goodness in the midst of the waiting, in the midst of the process, in the midst of all the issues of life. We declare our trust is in you, Jesus, that you are our hope, you are our strength, you're our joy. So today we choose to rest in your nearness. God, I ask you to give her your perspective and show her the next steps towards healing, the next steps towards working through this disappointment, not feeding on it, just dealing with it, honestly, navigating through it with you. God, I thank you for your faithfulness in her life, that your loving kindness will never cease. Your compassion for her will never fail. I declare great, great, great is your faithfulness over her. Even in the midst of disappointment and process, you are faithful, God. You are with her and you are with me. We love you, God. We pray this in the mighty, all-powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Friend, I encourage you, make the time and space to be with Jesus. Rest in his nearness and honestly give him all the leftovers of disappointment that are in your heart. He wants to father with you through the disappointment and he's committed to journey with you through every season of life. I'm glad you joined me for this episode of the Imagine More podcast. Please leave your comments and let me know what you enjoyed about today's show. And check out our blog and online resources at imaginemoreministries.org. We're in the process of developing practical new resources to help real women live in the fullness of Christ. I'm glad we're on the journey together.